0: Hi, and welcome to episode 88 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, founder of Narrative Marketing, where we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, and also to build business relationships that drive sales. When delivering marketing solutions for small and medium-sized businesses, I'm often asked about the link between storytelling and sales. Developing a sales strategy is critical to ongoing business success. However, it's not uncommon for there to be reluctance or unease about knowing how to sell. It can be challenging to develop a sales script or a sales playbook And not all businesses have a dedicated sales team member. There are, however, a number of changes that you can make that will help sharpen your sales focus in a natural and organic way. In today's episode of Be The Drop, I break down three key techniques that use a storytelling approach to help you supercharge your sales process. I discuss the importance of building a sales mindset for your business that aligns with your culture and is true to your story in order to deliver bottom line results. This is the storytelling and sales version of Be The Drop. If you'd like to make your business story more engaging and exciting, I'd love for you to join me in my community of brand storytelling superheroes on Facebook, It's absolutely free to join, and I recently launched our storytelling program called Storytelling to inspire your tribe and fuel your business. If you'd like to be part of a community that will help you unlock your storytelling superpower, then head over to Facebook and join the brand Storytelling Superheroes group. Sales is not a dirty word and the sales process should not make you cringe. At some stage or another, we have all felt sold to, and it didn't feel good. Like me, you've undoubtedly experienced those random phone calls offering some product or service that I don't want at the exact time that I'm trying to cook dinner and deal with screaming children. It's incredibly frustrating. This type of experience gives the word sales a bad rep. This disruptive and obnoxious approach is the perfect example of how not to approach sales. But I hope that like me, you have also had good sales experiences. A time when you had a problem or you wanted something new and found a product or service to fulfil those needs. And it was delivered by a customer service that exceeded your expectation. An experience that made you feel good. It was so good, actually, that you were inspired to tell your friends and family. You told anyone who would listen just how good it was. You told them that they should buy this thing too because you wanted to share that feel-good sales experience. To quote the famous line, I'll have what she's having. This feeling, this referral, is when businesses have reached a marketing and sales utopia. But how do we get there? How as a business owner, a marketing or a sales professional, do we sell our products and services in a way that avoids the ickiness factor of intrusive sales techniques? In this episode... I'll share with you three techniques I utilize that will help you supercharge your sales process in a way that both you and your customers will appreciate. The first technique is to be prepared to know your story from your customer's perspective. Like any good scout, you need to be prepared. You absolutely must not underestimate the value of being prepared if you want to deliver great sales experiences. However, a word of warning. This preparation is not about you. It's about the people you want to sell to. Let me repeat that. It's about the people you want to sell to. It's about your customers. And in sales, your customers are your priority. So to start, you must be very clear and very specific about how your product or service will genuinely help your customers. If you want your sales process to avoid feeling forced, then focus on how you are helping, not what you are selling. To be successful in sales, you need to know what's the story that clearly articulates how we help versus what we want to sell. There is a big difference in this. This is very much about communicating the benefits, not the features of what you deliver. And the best salespeople will absolutely sell to you how it helps you. They will make you feel like the whole process is about making your life better helping you experience something bigger and greater than before. So my advice is to look at how you help your current customers. Then use this understanding to develop the story your other potential customers need to hear. The story that will motivate them to come on a buying journey with you. The key here, the really important key here, is to think of your sales process as a journey you are taking your clients on, not as a transactional process. We can too often in sales get caught up in that transaction. But you need to stop and think about it from the perspective of your client as the journey that they're going on. And you are their tour guide. So you must know before you start how you are going to guide them on their journey? Can you answer the question? What are the stories you will tell to guide your customers on their buying journey? Here's an example. I was recently looking to buy a stand or a video stabilizer for my phone to use specifically for Facebook Live videos. I'd been researching options via online searches on and off again for a while. And due to these searches, I started to be targeted for ads for these products. Many of these ads just focused on the technical aspects of what these products could do, all the features that they had. But I am a very untechnical person. So I found those ads confusing and overwhelming and therefore didn't engage. But one product, however, targeted me with a video ad that demonstrated one of their customers showing how he could walk around and use this video stabilizer in a way that I wanted to do. So I could immediately and instantly relate to this content, not only because it was personable, but also because it showed a user experience that I could easily picture myself in the place of that customer. And that's exactly what I did straight away. The features were displayed, but the results it delivered was the focus of that ad. So after finding even more helpful explanatory videos on that product's website, I then had an in-depth understanding of exactly how I could use the product. I could picture myself and the benefits it would give me from buying it. So I am now the happy owner of a smooth mobile stabilizer for my videos and Facebook live uses. So let me know if you'd like any personal hints and tips on that this example demonstrates how you can use stories in a business context to help avoid an intrusive sales process it's a more natural conversational approach to sales it allows your customers or potential customers to picture themselves with your product or service and it builds trust and connection by allowing people to understand your products and service in a non-demanding non-intrusive way you make them more inclined to buy, just like I was. To deliver these types of stories effectively and to make sure that your team can also deliver these stories, you need to be prepared. Within your business, everyone needs to be on the same page and you must all know what's our story and how is it relevant to our customers. I grew up working in my parents' business. And this second sales technique was one of my dad's favourite, and that is to develop a sales mindset. In the book by Gary Vaynerchuk, Jab, 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 Right Hook, he says a great marketing story is one that sells stuff. It creates an emotion that makes consumers want to do what you ask them to do. Your story isn't powerful enough if all it does is lead the horse to water. It has to inspire the horse to drink too. So to deliver marketing stories that sell, you must develop a business culture around a sales mindset. For us at Narrative Marketing, that meant embracing the process of selling our services with zero cringe factor. And we achieve this by being confident that the services we provide are valuable and that the work we do is valuable. We feel proud to promote it. The narrative marketing sales filter is one that cares about human connection, that values relationships, and we help others to unlock the superpower of storytelling via the services that we sell. And it's not just what we do, it's what we're passionate about doing. We love the work that we get to do, so we take real pride in that. Every blog we write, every social post, every email is part of the narrative marketing sales content, either directly or indirectly, and it's funneling towards the selling of our services. Because I'm a passionate storyteller and I really value sharing information, like this podcast, I do this freely and without asking for anything in return. There is no catch. I'm not forcing anyone to buy anything. I'm merely sharing stories. But there is a link to my business, and that is that these stories relate to the services we offer and the value they have. I do this for two reasons, because I am passionate about the importance of sharing knowledge through storytelling, and also because it builds positive relationship. It builds my credibility as a thought leader on brand storytelling, and at the same time, we're building a community of community of people who are passionate for brand storytelling people who may one day become customers or refer customers to us in developing the narrative marketing sales mindset I also developed our sales language when you're selling the language you use and the philosophy behind how you discuss sales is incredibly important Developing a documented sales approach and sales language provided my team with a consistent format to use when we're talking about how we do business. It helps us to be more genuine and makes our sales process more organic and avoids that ickiness factor. So have you thought about how you tell your story when selling? Do you know what sort of language you want and is that consistent across your business is this a conversation you know about the sales language do you need to have that internally with your team to help make sure you're all on the same page with your sales approach to help you if that is a conversation that you need here are three examples of the narrative marketing sales language that we use firstly we are open and engaged in a two-way conversation We welcome and encourage return dialogue, and most importantly, we take action when suggestions are given. Two, we ask questions, and we care about the answers. We value everyone who interacts with us, even if they don't buy. Three, we focus on our clients' needs. We don't oversell items that they don't need. Instead, we help them, we work with them to determine what level of service they need and that's what we sell them. Now onto the third technique, which is get their attention. Through step one and step two, you have clarified your sales mindset and your sales language. Plus you have determined how to tell your story to bring your customers on a buying journey. And now you need to ensure that you deliver that story at the right time, in the right place, and in a way that gets the attention of your potential customers. When marketing legend Seth Godin talks about the future of marketing, he says, there's a fundamental shift in the paradigm of how ideas spread. Either you are going to tell stories that spread or you'll become irrelevant. And yes, I totally understand that this is not simple, nor is it straightforward, but there are some tools you can implement to work towards creating business stories that spread. Gary Vanacher continues this theme in his book when he talks about storytelling on social media by saying, the better you learn the psychology and habits of your social media consumers, the better you can tell the right story at the right time. A story is at its best when it is not intrusive when it brings value to a platform's consumers, and when it fits in as a natural step along the customer's path to making a purchase. Which is exactly like my experience when buying the smooth. Another way to make your business stories connect with your target customers is to make your customers the heroes. Put them in the story, in the driver's seat if possible. If you make your stories relatable, you will get attention. It is human nature that people are drawn to what they can relate to, what they understand. To be relatable to your audience, you need to take the time to get to know them. Like going on a first date, you generally take time to get to know the basics about this person before you take things further. So before you try and jump into bed with your customers, figuratively speaking, of course, Get to know them before you try to sell to them. Once you know your audience, you can then deliver your business stories in a way that allows your customers to easily identify how your story relates to them. It becomes easier to get their attention. The question of how to be a good storyteller is really about how to create relatable and attention-grabbing content. Rather than initially focusing on specific tactics or channels, start by establishing an in-depth understanding of your customers so that you can instead focus on delivering value to deepen your connection with them. That's the three tips. But as a final tip that is in reality not a tip but actually a necessity is that if you want to build a successful business, you need to make sure that you back up your promises. Whatever story you tell, you must remain true to your brand. You can implement the best storytelling in the world but it will fail if you don't deliver on the stories you tell. Like in the story of the Emperor's new clothing, you don't want to be responsible for leaving your clients standing naked when they think they're dressed in the most elaborate and stylish clothes False promises make a fool out of all involved and are incredibly detrimental to your business. It is critical that you ensure you would deliver tangible value that your customers can immediately relate to, the messages and promises that brought them to your doorstep in the first place. Before I go, as you know, at Narrative Marketing we offer a range of services to help improve your business storytelling. We currently have an incredible offer that I don't want you to miss out on because for a very limited time, we are offering our website health check for free. If you want to improve the performance of your website but don't know where to start, or if you're confused and overwhelmed by jargon terms like SEO and Google Analytics, then this offer is for you. Our website health check we'll review your website for critical page crawler issues, poor search visibility, missing or incorrect metadata. And these are some of the things that Google really doesn't like. To improve your search ranking, firstly, you will need to identify and then fix these SEO issues. If you want to know more about this offer, then you can email me directly via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au until next time thanks for listening thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au and don't forget, That whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.